I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of Football Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, all the style options you need to create a unique website for you or your business, as well as 24-7 support. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com forward slash football ramble and simply enter offer code RAMBLE11. Reconciliation over retribution, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and I'm going to do the Ramble Register. Pete Donaldson. Hello. Luke Moore. All right. And Jim Campbell. Present. Oh, yes. Three's company. Aren't we? But four's a ramble, Pete. Lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Good to see you as well, mate. It's one interpretation of his presence. (laughs) Now, uh, it is genuinely good to have you back, Jim. Um, It's nice to be back. Former Burton Albion goalkeeper Stuart Tomlinson after retiring from football due to a knee ligament injury in July is attempting to start a new career in the WWE. Mm. Mm. You like a bit of the WWE, Jim. It's, it's, a, bold, it's a bold move, isn't it? It's, good it's, luck to him. So his, after his after knee, an injury. Yeah, yeah. So his knee's not good enough for football, <laughs> but it is good enough for wrestling. Mm. Did he watch The Wrestler? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, if you could choose a tag team from the world of football, who would you go for, Pete? I'd go for like a tag team involving... Maybe all, maybe just two of the footballers have been caught smoking. <laughs> OK. Oh, yeah. Cantrell, uh, Ashley Cole. Yeah, Rooney, Jack Rooney. Wilshire. Wynne Rooney, Wilshere, just all kind of like in a, in a kind of like a big legion of, of football, just wheezing around. <laughs> what would they be called? The Tabby Boys. <laughs> the Snouters. <laughs> the Snouters. <laughs> Both very old school names. Yeah. Like that. And they could have like things Wrestle on there. Fags. <laughs> it wouldn't work in America though. Yeah. No, they, no, they could have. Uh, well, it would in a different way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, it would they, be horrible in America. They could have like health warnings on their leotards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they could have like d- tattoos of bad lungs on their own lungs. Yeah, and they could have long moustaches like that man who's got that terrible throat problem. Their tagline could be yeah. "Smoking doesn't kill, but we do." Yeah, <laughs> seriously, smoking no, does. No, kill. No, smoking does kill, and so do we. Yeah, okay, yeah. that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. vape if you can. <laughs> and, and we won't. Um, but okay, um, the smokers. Uh, strong start. But, yeah. you know, is it a strong start? It's, it's, a, it's a gimmick, isn't it? It, it, it works. Yeah. It's yeah. a very niche gimmick. But yeah, you know, they're running out of ideas. Yeah, so. they're just wheezing around the the ring. Mm. It's a mm. start, and every ramble needs a start. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we'll take it. Luke, what have you got? I was I've gone up for a bit, a bit of a different angle. Mm. Um, I've gone for the Bender Brothers. Oh, yes. Right. Lars and Sven on, Bender. Wh- wh- yeah. The Bender Brothers would be... <laughs> That'd be fine in America. Though. For me, for me, they'd be like sort of new bushwhackers. Yeah, okay. And right. the twins are actually twins. So, I mean, there'd be all sorts of potential for special moves. Yeah, exactly. And, and one of them could be injured but roll out of the ring when someone's not looking, the other one comes in. It's like, wow, They could do bra- that thing where tag teams do sometimes where one of them turns to a heel and they have a fight with each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. That'd be wicked. 
be good. I think it's a good because one of them. I think I think it's Lars. I, I might be getting this wrong, but I think Lars has got quite a few more Germany caps than than Sven. Sven yeah, I think, yeah. he does. So I think that's right. So there's a narrative there. Maybe <laughs> Sven could get resentful. Mm. Either, way it's an, either way, it's an aluminium chair over the back, isn't it? Really? <laughs> exactly. Really, so. All roads lead to it in wrestling. Yeah. So. <laughs> go, my answer is the Bender Brothers. Excellent, Jim. And there's their name as well. It just, it's easy, isn't it? You just, you just let the crowd do their homophobic best. But I would change it to <laughs> Super Bender Bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They could bend iron um, pipes over their heads. Indeed. Yeah, yeah they definitely can. Yeah. Uh, Jim. Well, I'm going to go with a, 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 a partnership that's already like, established and, and is very pr- prolific, and that would be Sturridge and Suarez. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. Because, you know, they're already, they already work very well yeah. as a duo. They'd definitely be heels because Suarez could go around biting everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although, you know, he'd probably he'd get away with it in these instances. Well, and the again, referee's turned his back. There's a narrative. You and know, after Suarez has pinned both of them, Sturridge could do that dance he does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. so there's a lot of hubris going around. And I'm sure we can all think of a narrative where they might fall out, and I think we'll just leave that there. <laughs> He'd look good in a cape, Suarez, as well, because he would look a bit vampiric. Yeah, yeah he absolutely. Dracula, mm. yeah. You could do a Ted Hankey, darts fans, and come in <laughs> throwing little rubber bats into the audience with a cape. Yeah. That'd be wicked. Yeah. Darts fans, yeah. all of you. It's Paul, Paul, uh, Paul Berra couldn't get it. Paul Berra died, didn't he? Paul Berra didn't died, he? didn't he? Uh, yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, I remember yeah. Him, yeah. Sadly, yeah. He couldn't uh, be his manager. I, um... I would I would go for a more natural disasters kind of uh, vibe. vibe, you know, sort mm. of earthquake typhoon for those who remember those two very large wrestlers. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like Big Nev. Yeah. Big Nev. <laughs> also, yeah. yeah. Get involved. <laughs> and I thought, who would be the other one? And I thought, well, just it's not good enough to say like someone, you know, just a big fat footballer. I thought, who would really get into the spirit of it? Big Chuck Blazer. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I, like I think that. Chuck Blazer might be a manager though. More. No name change needed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, Chuck Blazier. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I thought Chuckle Blazier. Well, yeah. I originally thought Blazier and uh, Jack Warner, and Jack Warner could do like a sort of a million dollar man kind of uh, yeah. approach. <laughs> I would spit on for you. any. That's a special for any, for anybody who remembers the WWF as it was called in the late eighties. That's all I remember. To be clear, <laughs> I have no, I have no knowledge post ninety three Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Blazier and Big Nev. Uh, I, 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 I think Luke's got the point. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks um, everyone. With, with a with a fat theme, you could have gone with Jamie Pollock and Neil Shipperley because yeah. there's a lot of oh, sort of yeah. older footballers mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. just get ridiculously massive. But big Roger. Chuck Blazer, though. Oh, absolutely. But, Chuck Blazer, as Jim says, could be their manager. Now, that, that is nicely, true. Yeah, yeah. That he'd certainly sort out. Have, a few have, have they got like a pet parrot, Chuck Blazer? Probably. That sounds very yeah. wrestling. Let's say he has, like yeah. Coco Beware. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you're yeah. There's people under the age of about 28 going, what the hell's going on? Not um, to this anymore. No, well, let's go to the Premier League. Dale yeah. Dublin um, could be Jake the Snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyable. <laughs> Enjoyable. <laughs> Premier League. Or should I say magnificent in the words of Stralix Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> a great win for Crystal Palace once again. Crystal Phallus. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Crystal Penis. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> Big glass dildo. Stop it. <laughs> Welcome back, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> car, car diff, car stiff, stiffy. <laughs> um, uh, Tony Pulis. <laughs> Pubis. <laughs> Oh dear! Can we keep this up for an hour? Um, well, it's at these sort of times. It, inwardly, I think I'm 33 years old. <laughs> I am 33 years old. Um, Tony Pulis uh, gets another win. Skin, penis. Um, I, 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 well, that's just ridiculous behaviour, Peter. Um, 
Sorry about that. Listeners. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, Palace, uh, he's turned their fortunes round, has he not? They look a different team. They, they look do. a different, different team. team yeah. He's gone for a more sort of 4 4 2. I think they've played sort of 4 2 3 1 before. Shamak is scoring, Jim. Yeah, Shamak, it was a lovely goal that he scored, wasn't it? The way it curled into the net made you go, yeah, he, he did that on purpose and yeah, everything. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't get that from him at, at Arsenal in the latter days there, or, P- or indeed when he was at West Ham. Pulis sort of came out and sort of said, he needs to be scoring more goals, he needs to turn himself into a bit of a striker. He, he's kind of doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't argue with it. Yeah, I mean, had nobody told him before. Yeah, you're supposed to be scoring goals. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I thought it was a hair gel dispenser. <laughs> <laughs> I read a stat recently, uh, a, few, a few sort of um, rounds of games ago, uh, that he was the striker who'd made like the most tackles in the Premier League or something crazy like that so obviously he has been putting the work in and it's starting to pay off so mm-hmm. he's putting the tackles in <laughs> he, looks yeah. a, he looks a different player I mean, he I, does I, I didn't see the whole game but I saw the highlights and he was everywhere really. yeah. I, mean, he, well, I mean he wasn't scoring goals for uh, for Bordeaux by mistake was he no indeed but I think if, you, if, you, if you're a Premier League team and you look at um, if you look at the team well the strikers the players had it against Cardiff which was Cameron Jerome with Shamax or just behind him you wouldn't be that bothered about that. But, I mean, maybe, you know, the conceptions are being uh, slowly being proven wrong, and you mm. should be, because they've mm. both got goals. Shamak's goal, as you said, was, was a pretty elegant finish, and, and he really deserved it. And they look a much much more different. I don't think they've... Con- they conceded, like... They've conceded very few goals yeah. in their last, last few well, games, just, anyway. They just seem to lack organisation and all the basics, and he's gone in there, and he talked about um, authority and hard work and bringing yeah. it into the setup. I mean, so if there's anyone who's going to give you that, it's beautiful. Yeah, you just wonder what... It's so funny, isn't it? It, it just, um, without actually doing so, just... Uh, gives you a tiny little eye into the world of, of managing a football yeah. club and, and actually the, the operations at a football club because um, you know what it's like if you're um, working in a, in, a, in a what we might call a regular job and your boss is um, a bit of a knob and is a bit harsh and blah, 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 and you turn up and you're unmotivated and you don't really care and then suddenly somebody comes in and starts you know, encouraging you and, and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. It makes the world a difference and I suppose football isn't any different. No, I, th- I think Pulis is. I mean, you also got the added bonus that for, for a manager, that the players are all of a sudden thinking, "Well, I need to keep hold of my contract." Sure, here. I don't yeah. think Pulis is some sort of revolutionary, brilliant bloke. He's obviously got inside with Shamak's head for sure. Yeah, I was just just checking their results. Actually, they've considered one goal in their last five league games. Which, I mean, mm. it's a great platform to build on, mm. and and it's interesting how the narratives work around football in the Premier League in, in this country with the media and stuff. Because if, if you if you were asked about it blind, about being able to see the table or anything, go into last weekend's games. Mm. You, if, if you followed the media narrative, you'd be thinking, well, uh, Cardiff are having a good start. They've, they've done well because they've had a quite a few sort of showpiece wins. That's right. Yeah. And you say, well, Palace are doomed because that's what everyone's saying. Well, Palace are you know, one point behind Cardiff. Mm. Cardiff yeah. just aren't scoring, of course, and then they're not being. I think Mackay admitted it the weekend. They just need to be a hell of a lot more clinical in front of goal. They've, I think they, they drew two all against Man United, one, sneaked a 1 0. But other than that, I, don't, I think they've barely scored in the last two eleven months. goals. They've scored 11 goals a season, which I think is, is the second worst goal scoring record over, uh, behind Palace. But Palace right. are obviously resurgent. So. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd, as be we've seen, I'd be a little bit concerned. As if, we've uh, seen so time. often, though, with promoted teams, it takes them a while to find their stride. It's kind of the last third of the season. They, will, they probably will start scoring more goals, and it clicks into gear a little bit, and that's when you get... Uh, Really fun relegation battles that we all love. Yeah. Three, three goals in their last seven league games, apparently, Carlo. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously not, not idea, was it? Not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, well, Palace go to United. Uh, no, Palace go to Chelsea, don't they? This weekend, mm, so that's mm. obviously be difficult. Well, well done to Pulis um, going in there, and I, I mean, yeah, as you say, that people may be playing for places a little bit, but perhaps you know Holloway. He did say he'd lost the dressing room, um, which clearly he had, and Pulis is. Um, 
head butted it back into all yeah. <laughs> quite frankly um, a far scare well I don't know Holloway's a bit of a scary man I suppose but more in a kind of a yeah, you don't know what he would do whereas Pulis yeah, like, you know what he will do if Holloway yeah. got a stick of butter out of his pocket just loose you wouldn't be surprised yeah no. <laughs> he could do anything he could do anything, he could do anything. <laughs> I can't imagine him having a huge air of authority just Pulis... flailing butter around as he supposedly does <laughs> do you think Pulis was quite possibly the hardest man manager in the league sorry Manager, not man. Well, we've debated this before, haven't Many we? Many years ago. I guess ago. it's him, Allardyce and Moyes are the big three. Mm. Moyes is quite quite terrifying. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. I think Moyes is broken at the moment. I think, so I think, if I... there's a time to take him on, it's now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Beg Malky. I've made yeah, Malky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good shout, good shout. Yeah. Um, well, let's move away from debating that, because no doubt people will... Uh, Tweet in with their own ones. Um, and Stoke City, another uh, hard manager, Mark Hughes, uh, he got a good win against Chelsea. I mean, you, you chaps scorned the appointment of uh, Mark Hughes at Stoke. I said it was a good idea. Uh, well, they've, won two, they've, they've won two games in their last ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the league. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was against Chelsea, and they should, they should get credit for that. Uh, it was a good win for them. Have you bragged great... before, Marcus? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> It was a great winning goal. Not on this show, in um, particular. It was a great winning goal, but, um, you know, realistically, they're still off, they're only three or four points off relegation still. It's not mm. as though they're, you know, they're not putting up any trees. That is true. But they are. I mean, let's be honest, though. Let's be fair here. They are playing a slightly different type of football. There's a new manager come in trying to implement his own style. He hasn't that much, had, had that much time to do that. So I don't think we should be completely critical of Hughes. He's to, done the right job. To be fair, as well, I'm sure some of those players are pulling up trees to terrify the local villagers. <laughs> Stephen Island. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Stephen Island's resurgent, isn't, isn't it? He? It's great to see him Loving playing. Loving a little goal. Like, playing properly again. That's right. Like he's, like he's got his focus back. Crouch on the score sheet as well. well. His best season for Man City was under Hughes. Yeah. So they obviously get on well. That's so. an excellent point. Mm-hmm. But that was a season where he you know, he was renowned for putting in an almost military level of training, even in his pre-season, <laughs> like, even, even in his break. Oh, I thought, that was when, I thought that was the season after he started doing that and he was so knackered by the time the season started he couldn't get the team that might, yeah, maybe, that yeah. Yeah. maybe he could only do one of them every couple of years yeah. what about Asaidi's goal in the last oh, minute lovely. Eh? Oof, even, even Mourinho liked it yeah, he did a couple of, <laughs> uh, couple of claps and a, and a bit of a slap on the back for him as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. nice to see Schurler back in Chelsea's side took yeah. uh, you know, scored second goal. Shirley got a perler in the, mm. in the second one. Um, Went into the net like a laser. According to match of the day, is that right? That's yeah. what they said. Lasers yeah. always going in nets. Yeah. Um, uh, but <laughs> Chelsea strikers are, are not light. having not having the best of times, are they? No. And Schumacher scored more goals than any other um, any Chelsea striker in the league. It's hard to feel any Isn't sort of sympathy that? towards Chelsea for the goal scoring because they've spent enough money on them. Yeah. And they've loaned out really enough is. and got rid of enough. And, uh, so. mm. Yeah. I mean, they've loaned out Lukaku as well. I mean, can they bring him back in January? I'm sure. Well, I'm sure they can do what they want. I'm not sure. I wonder if they will. But I've Mourinho's all but admitted that he's actually done that on purpose to get take more points off their rivals. He's basically he's basically all but admitted that he sent Lukaku. <laughs> well, Lukaku because he wanted to go. On. I think I think it was a compromise where Lukaku went on loan rather than left because he was fed up and not playing. Mm. So Mourinho, I think, has said with a sort of glint in his eye that he's happy Lukaku's gone to Everton because he's got the ability to take points off other mm. rival teams. You know, that's the sort of thing you say when it goes right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's quite. It's quite he, needs his own, he needs him in his own backyard. He doesn't need. Him. He True. needs him playing for him. But I do quite like that though. That's, that's quite funny. I mean, that is. I mean, is that sort of tactics two point You're actually using other teams. Yeah, but you've got to take yeah. advantage of that when you're. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't it's like, matter. It's like oh, you, you fucked everything up. Have I? Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is parasitic, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I mean, it's no good getting Lukaku to take points from other teams if you're going to lose. Yeah, you lose yeah. If you're not going to get any yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to work, is it? But I think hasn't Etu? Isn't there been talk that Etu's going to go to the mate to uh, MLS? MLS yeah. Really? Yes, that doesn't surprise you. I think it's, uh, Etu. You know, we all remember what a fabulous player he was, but he's just. 
He likes the money now. Not, not quite there. And, um, and, and well, will he's, he ever he's be? He's had spells, hasn't he? So you, you could know, say I, the same with Torres. True. You could. I mean, is Bar good enough to play in that Chelsea? It side? certainly doesn't look like it, does it? I think Etu's suffered from coming from a league where the standards not quite as high. Mm. Yeah. Found it difficult to sort of increase his level of performance as he gets mm. older, and and it obviously. It's, if, yes. if what's being reported is true, he obviously yeah. thinks, well, this is this is it for me, really. I mean, it's a shame, because, I, I, you know, we all love Samuel Eto'o. I think he's a fantastic player. And actually, when he first came over, I, I thought it was a good signing. And I still think it's not a bad signing. It's certainly a good squad player to have. I but... think it would have been a better signing for another team. Yes, Maybe, you know, sure. a little bit further down, who, who don't demand results there. And Mourinho there, would have signed of... him for another team. <laughs> yeah. This is getting ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, he could play every week, perhaps, and get into the string of things. It's not mm. going to be easy for him at his age. But can get... he play every week, though? That's another, another issue, isn't it? Sounds like a song. <laughs> I, I, um, well, we don't know, do we? We don't know. But, we, I mean, uh, presumably he, he would throw the rust off and maybe have every chance of increasing his, um, his performance level if he was actually getting minutes on the pitch, which he doesn't seem to be getting an awful lot of. But, but a great win for, for Stoke City. Um, and a decent win for Liverpool at home to, to West Ham. Liverpool going well. They're, uh, they're up to second, only five points behind Arsenal. Luis Suarez has yeah. been absolutely magnificent. And last week he scored a haul. He I'd like to suggest... I mean, I can't think of too many off the top of my head. Is that the greatest haul of all time? It's I mean, you'd be hard-pushed to find a better one. I mean, you're hard-pushed to find a haul anyway. But all of the goals were absolutely top draw. I mean, he's just, just magnificent at the moment. He's, he's up there with Ronaldo and Messi. There's a lot of kind of hyperbole, hyperbole going around about that. But I really think he is. He's the, the standout player in the Premier League. It's what just, I like about... Just magnificent. You what? know he's going to score. Mm. You just know. Any type of goal. It's so rare that you have a player like that. Yeah, I agree. Any type of goal from, from range with his head... One on ones, he he's got it all, and uh, what I like is that he's well. No, he's obviously been very good before this. We remember him at the World Cup; he was excellent in Holland, and he's been good in in previous mm. seasons for Liverpool as well. But it's some of the goals he was scoring. It's almost like he's sort of going, "Oh, I, I can't believe this either!" Isn't this yeah. great, everybody? <laughs> you 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 wonder with one of the goals that um, that happened against West Ham, it was a deflection for, off Suarez, sure. wasn't it? And you just think that really sums up the sort of form he's in. Yeah. Everything and he hits. Also, is that game as well was yeah. very, very three own goals. goalie, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, three own goals. Mm. Kevin Nolan did a Kevin Nolan special. Wait, what on earth is he doing what? there? Terrible. We, we've talked I'm about knackered. I want a bath. <laughs> I smell. Sub me off. No, sub me off. No, fine. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, yeah. I told you. I've yeah. subbed myself off yeah. for three games. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we, we saw... Christmas coming up. Boom. Merry, merry fucking Christmas <laughs> to me. Yeah. Gets his mobile phone out of his sock. Be I'll be home in a minute. Be <laughs> if he's seen on really grainy footage in a hotel lounge, going, yeah, I, I, I couldn't get sent off for love, no money. <laughs> the ref wasn't, the ref wasn't booking me. My ass do that. The ref wasn't booking me. Oh dear, murky waters there. On a serious note, on a serious note about Nolan, like you always want, you often wonder about his, his sort of uh, mindset and his. <laughs> mental uh, toughness and, and ability at the top level because he just mm. seems to... Like, remember when he got sent off after like yes. seven minutes against Millwall that's and right. Derby? And, and that's really unhelpful. You can't be going around doing it. I mean, is it going to be three games he'll be bound for? I thought so. Well, we think it was a straight red, so... Violent conduct, perhaps. So, I mean, or whatever it is. It, it was. It was, it, you know, it was one of those classic, well, if you did that to someone in the street, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> he just, just walked up to him and kicked him from behind. Yeah. It, was very odd, sort of... it wasn't a challenge or anything. No. It would be a really odd thing to see in the street, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> from Kevin Nolan as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. If anything, it would make it better. Oh, he does it all the time. Right? It's not as bad. Yeah, actually, this makes sense. If he yeah. did outside KFC and did the chicken dance. Uh, I, I, I could that. do. Chicken, I, lo- chicken, I, chicken. I, I, love it if, I love it if Jordan Henson now starts running normally. 
After being kicked like that. Oh, dear. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Fulham got a win. They beat Aston Villa 2 0. Rene Mullenstein's first game in charge. Fulham looking a lot better. That plan was operated perfectly, wasn't it? Yeah. One of the reports was that Martin Yo actually requested Mullenstein. Really? There must be pals or something. Christmas coming up, isn't it? Yeah. Again. What's a payoff, maybe? Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? I mean, little word on Mullenstein's accent. It's got a weird scouse sort of, sort of tint to it. Yeah. It's got a very funny lilt to it. Mm. He speaks much better English than his name suggests he would do. Yeah, that's right. His name makes him sound really foreign. Uh-huh. But obviously he's been in England for ages, so he can speak very good English. But yeah, it's got a strange scouse sort of lilt to mm. it. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to pin down. Oh, it's yeah. lovely to see. I love that. I think it's great. Yeah. Very yeah. good description. Dimitar Berbatov's penalty in this game was so languid, mm. it yeah. bounced twice before it even <laughs> went in. I know. <laughs> yeah. He might as well have blown it in. <laughs> He, no, that was that was a type of penalty. If he hit the smoke, he would have done. He's not got a lung. <laughs> but that's the type of pe- penalty when um, a team's seven 0 up and they get a penalty in the last minute. He just goes, yeah, there, and celebrates. And I thought that's to make it two nil. Yeah. in the first half. I initially thought he put it wide. Yeah, he was right in the corner. It was. Mm. And, the, and the and the camera position at Craven Cottage isn't the best, so it looked like it looked like it had gone wide. Why is Berbatov suddenly caring? Is it does he want to move? Is he happy that Yol's gone and Mullenstein's in charge? Um, is it not just that every now and then he actually does fancy? It, yeah, though? true. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because his his agent was talking about um, uh, Berbatov asking for a transfer come January. So uh, you know what? As we know, Fulham are having a lovely time. Yeah, um, just <laughs> in life in general. So they probably want to go on a run of about ten games where they shore it up a bit, get some points, and then they can just relax again. I like so the get idea that little cushion in there. Don't go down, but don't aim too high, and I you like can keep enjoying life <laughs> at a leisurely pace. Like the whole week when Martin Yo was going, "Well, there's loads of worse teams than us. Don't worry about it." Yo was the most relaxed manager I've ever seen in the Premier League. Just packing his <laughs> really, no, just, genuinely, just packing his anus with uh, soil and twigs and just going to hibernate for a few months. Uh, he, it's the picture he paints. Though, I love the it? idea of Ronnie Munister coming in having his first meeting with the players and like Berbatov standing up and going, Rene, um, just so you know, we've got a few things we, we do around here. You know, I don't really want you to upset the apple cart. Yeah, so right, okay, guys, we're gonna go start training. Wait, well, it's sort of nap time. <laughs> nap time now. Yeah, they have all had their tixie licks. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah and Yol did say that uh, you know when he got sacked. He said, well, I didn't see it coming. I, you know, I can't really... And I thought, what on earth has <laughs> happened to you? Yeah. Like, seriously, what you need to do is find out where Sven is and go to him. Yeah. That's what you yeah. need to you do. You didn't now. see it coming. You've lost six league games in a row. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see it coming. It's like yeah. Memento. Yeah. Write the league table on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It really you is. Can, you can imagine, though, that the training regimes and stuff, like when me and coming, he must have been like, what is going on here? Oh, yeah. Anyway, where's John Arisa? He's going to get the crumpets. <laughs> He'll be back in a minute. Doesn't or he, he might not. Sometimes he just doesn't come back. <laughs> I just... It's breathtaking, is it? But, but one thing Mullenstein... And I think that was the thing with Yol. He never said anything for Fulham fans to, to um, grasp a hold of. He didn't say, we're sorting this out or yeah. anything. It was, no, it's all fine. Well, I wrote a piece... It's like Chemical Alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a piece about, about six, nine months ago saying that um, the reason that Martin Yol at the time wasn't getting any sort of um, negative press around him and stuff is because he's not the sort of character to start blaming officials or looking like he's under pressure or shouting his mouth off or anything like that. He just, take, like you say, mm. takes everything in his stride. Yeah. Now, ultimately, that's been the undoing of him. But that is why, in a way, it sort of came from though with the sacking thing because he, he you just imagine him being like, all right, yeah, fine. Well, thanks, thanks for the opportunity. You know yeah, I mean? it's true. <laughs> yeah. You imagine being very much like the first candidate to get voted out of The Apprentice. Uh, yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, yeah thanks, Sir Alan. Yeah, yeah. I've, had, I've had a lovely day. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I only did it for a bit of an adventure. You know. Yeah, but I mean, at managing at the Premier League, you want someone with a bit more of a winning mentality, do you not? 
<laughs> Stop having a go at him. OK. He's a decorated manager. Yeah. But, uh, but Muhlenstein, one he's thing... He's a decorator. He... Yeah. <laughs> Not a manager. Um, uh, he should go to Cardiff, then. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> one of the things Muhlenstein said when they played Spurs, they looked a lot better. I thought they did look better. I thought they were a bit unlucky. Much better. And he said... He said, even though we've lost tonight, I said, uh, we've got the fans back on side. And that was an important thing. And, and absolutely, mm. and they're the kind of noises that, um, that, that the manager of Fulham needs to be making. He'll get the edges knocked off him. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> when he comes in on fucking Wednesday for training, they've all gone to Thorpe Park. <laughs> get, with Joel, with Joel. Yeah. <laughs> they're all wearing caps with Martin Yo on the front. <laughs> then he'll get the edges knocked off him. I'm, I'm not going to phone ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Yol Wednesday. <laughs> um, but uh, there we are. There we are. But good win for Fulham. Um, and uh, it was a good win for Newcastle United. They only bloody won at Old Trafford, PT. 41 years. Hey? My entire lifetime and it's, a bit more. It's, it's two for Quite one there. More. There's some sort of deal going on at Old Trafford this season. Incredible. This is the definitely the season to, uh, you know, get, yeah. get, get, mm. get the hoodoo off. Absolutely. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Wipe it? the hoodoo off yeah. on, the old traf- think, on the Old Trafford towels. Do you think there was West Brom fans still at the train station <laughs> who had just been boozing it up since yeah. and the Newcastle fans oh, turned up and was like, the, seriously, the, lads, the all free today. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Get in there! <laughs> 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 like seeing a cash train just pay out. Oh, yeah. I didn't put it. Put my card in. I love the idea. Of the last days of Rome. I love the idea of like, 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 Newcastle was coming out of Old Trafford after that game, going. Oh, I can't believe what was happening. <laughs> this used to be rubbish. <laughs> oh, should we go again? Should we go, yeah. Let's go on it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we play? Can we play next season's match now? Yeah. <laughs> If we get in the FA Cup, can we play this? You know, come, come to ours, come to ours. We'll do the home match now as well. <laughs> yeah. oh, I mean, I was watching match today, and I don't know who edited those that highlights package, but it certainly irked the shit out of me. First half, like there was nothing. There was there was um, was it a, a Manchester United attack or something? Yeah. And then the next thing, it's just gone forty six minutes. Well, it, like, it, I was like, what? And yeah. it, it just irked me because you know Newcastle United had a couple of really really good chances in the first half yeah. and the second half, and they just whitewashed them. Just like I said, yeah, Manchester Manchester United got a bit robbed. And it's just like it did fuck, come, did they? It did come across as that a little bit. Oh, right. they, fuck, they, did they? They can't take three points away from you. Oi, no, oh, yeah. There's That's no pictures on the score sheets as you always say, Luke, or as I always quote you. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the last Oi. time I said that. S- South biased, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, credit credit to Pardew. A, he didn't thank Mike Ashley, and uh, hey. and B, he had the guts to drop Sean Ramy Obby. So you know, mm. that's uh, that's gonna that's gonna work. Isn't and it? he had the guts as well not to go um, and sign any old person. As joking, he said the squad is fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Man, Man United though, not even a consideration. Sure, <laughs> that, that game um, incredible. That game was really interesting to watch. It was obviously on, on BT Sport, and I um, mm. I watched it on a uh, legal stream. Mm, so did I. And, um, but it's spot. I mean, you could give us free packages. Yeah, yeah nothing to stop you doing that, is they it? Won't, will they? No, they fucking well won't. Illegal streams. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Have you asked? <laughs> no. I've got a contact <laughs> number. Anyway, I, th- I think you have now. Get in touch. Get in touch. <laughs> to be honest, touch. ringing BT would take so long anyway. <laughs> it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> I think that, that's, that pretty much sums it up, mate. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say, you're watching the game. Um, it was so obvious to everyone, uh, both before, during, and after the game, that, that United were going to get overrun in midfield. They got this midfield problem, um, and and Newcastle played obviously Anita, Kabai, and Teote in there, who mm. were all excellent. They had a man over. They had a lot more desire, a lot more movement, and sort of uh, work rate. Teote was an absolute. I mean, Kabai got all the credit, but Teote was immense. I think I read that Teote won a hundred percent of his aerial duels, completed ninety percent of his passes, yeah. and made the most tackles. But the most galling thing about Czech Teote is he's had you know a good two seasons where he's not done that, and he's the past three or four matches he's been 
imperious. He's been, he's been incredible. He's yeah. been he's been incredible. But but we, I know for a fact I, we already knew that he had that in his locker because he started his Newcastle career like that. Yeah. It was incredible. But. It's it's when he just switches off and just can't seem to keep all the ball for more than two minutes. But he was brilliant. In the, in I the guess weekend, you know what, I thought he was absolutely superb. Yeah. And and you know I just haven't got the. Um... Well, they haven't got two players. Um, they haven't got two players like that, have they? Tiose and uh, well, take, no. take Rooney out of that team. Take Carrick out of that team, which they did. Um, and obviously Van Persie looked like he might have been not quite fit. They're an ordinary sight. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to, to to stick my neck out on the line. I think I get, I get the impression that a lot of pundits are quite nervous about saying anything about United because they want to write them off. But there's no way they're going to win the league this year. It no. just can't happen. If you, if you, to put that into perspective, right? They've got um, they've got 22 points at the moment. To get the same. Um, points total as they got last season 89 points mm. they'll need to win every single game in the league yeah. and, and draw the other one they'll need, sorry they'll need to win every single game apart from one and draw the other one to get to 89 points yeah. yes, that, that's, that's how they get up that's how they get the <clears throat> points how they got last season mm. absolutely no chance it's going to happen what's really strange mm. about it though is they, they're still performing very well in Europe so they get a big win in the Champions League, which looks like a marquee win, and you think, oh, here, here we go, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's clicking, it's coming together a bit, and then they just stumble again. They can't get any momentum going. Mm. They don't play with any... I, I also, another great stat about them last, last weekend is they mm. made the fewest amount of forward passes of any team in the Premier League. Oh, goodness. Wow. And they're just not playing with any sort of verbal. Uh, Moyes has just got them playing in this really conservative way that just doesn't suat like, those players. Why would you not take a chance? Though? If you won them down at home, why would you, if you lose 2 0, who cares? But it, it just shows how little um, confidence anyone's got in the team at the moment. You know, you've got people streaming out five minutes at, at Old yeah, Trafford I know. for a team, watching minutes. a team who. Seriously. Uh, well, they're a team that. <laughs> yeah, five minutes from the end. But, like, after, a t- you know, a team that. You know, they always seem to score a late goal. That's you know, they, right. they, they've yeah. built a reputation of doing that and you've, if you're looking at the stands and you're seeing the, the, the crowd leaving you know five ten minutes before the end of the, before the final whistle you're like well what are we you know what are we playing for the late what, what golfing the late golfing is gone now it's, it, mm. because the only way they used to do that is by keeping the ball so often that everyone would just be knackered on their feet mm. and, they, and they would just press and press and press they didn't press at all and mm. Newcastle didn't let them press but it, was, it was the wave of, a, of Manchester United attacks after over and over again absolutely that, and it was mm. just bound to happen yeah. sooner or yeah. later and uh, and it's just it's not happening. Um, Bloody brilliant! But, yeah. <laughs> Bad luck, so, United fans. I know um, we've seen the league too. Like <laughs> me. I know we've discussed this so many times already this season. But can they sack Moyes? Because it's getting to the point where you know there's no it, way. It, it, no, 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 no. But but how? Like, are they just going to accept a season of not finishing in, in a European place? I've read which, is, that, which is, you know, I've read is a possibility. I've read that they've budgeted for a year without Champions League football right. as part of their transition. Very I don't know if that's true, but I've read that. Very and and they, they are still in the hunt for, for a top four place. Just like Newcastle did when they dropped out of the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> and Portsmouth, actually. Portsmouth yeah, man, absolutely. Yeah. Budgeted for a year without an FA Cup I mean, uh, they're, final. They're only six or seven points off of um, fourth place. And, you know, they, they are capable, United, of going on these runs with it. I mean, they went... Was it like seven or eight games without yeah. losing a league game in a row? So they can do that. Absolutely. And they've shown moments. I mean, the first game of the season, the way to Swansea was great. You know, way to buy Leverkusen. They have performances mm. in them. Mm. I think um, they're probably better away from home. I don't know statistically if they are. be interesting what they do in the summer. Oh, sorry, uh, in, in, in January, January. yeah. Mm. yeah. A lot um, of injuries. Do, um, what about Kagawa and Mr. Match because he ate too much and needed to have his Did that actually pumped? happen? I thought that was a joke. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's quoted uh, as saying that he, he thinks he ate too much. Can see that happening at Fulham. <laughs> yeah. hey. He was visiting Fulham. <laughs> Lovely. Um, I, I didn't know that incredible. was true. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that was possible except my old um, housemate in uh, a university did it once. Well, Brian Harvey. We all know Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey had too many spots. So he ate too much out of his stomach pump? Yeah, young French lad. 
Uh, he just ate too much. He used to do backflips. That's all I've got on him. Okay. There he is. While he ate. Because that might have been <laughs> that. That would have been very upset. His stomach. stomach. But yeah, the Kagawa thing. When I, when I saw um, that it had happened, yeah. just very briefly, I, th- I tried to do some research into it. There's just no more information other right. than that he ate too much well, and had to have his stomach pumped. What do you want? No, yeah. well, I want everything. I want to know everything he ate. I want to know where he was. You want to have a happened. go yourself. Yeah, exactly. Do it in the company of a responsible adult, though, Jim. <laughs> the reason just I'm in case you do need to be pumped. The reason I'm sort of sceptical about it, and I presumed it was a joke, it's because to me, and I'm not someone who's had my stomach pump before, as you can probably tell. Um, he was you de- pump stuff in. <laughs> yeah, he was declared fit for the Champions League this week, so I don't understand. I mean, well, that, is that not just to sign that their ambitions have fallen? What they're getting a man off off of, off of a hospital bed <laughs> yeah. to play the football game? Why can't he just? Well, in this him... midfield, yeah, he'd probably be fine. <laughs> How does it work with the stomach pump? You just get it down, you're off again. Are you? is that well, right? never, never had one. <laughs> well, what's what's wrong with just? Fingers down the throat. I don't understand. Why would you? Need, why would you go down the way of sort of going? I need to go hospital now. <laughs> He's bloody pampered football, isn't it, Pete? <laughs> I refuse to push to vom. Pete, you, <laughs> I really, I love the theory behind that. But in the modern day of the modden footballer, they are wrapped in cotton wool. You say, imagine, what's wrong with fingers down the but throat? But can you just ring up like you know the, the, the football liaison officer? Go, oh, veins, so much cake. He's there with his pump. I imagine yes. what's happened is he said, oh, I feel sick, I don't feel very well, and they go, well, yeah. we'll get you checked out then. Because yeah, you're and the doctor's like, you are a big fatty. Yeah. You've eaten get too much pump. food that was poisoned. You've done a Harvey. <laughs> yeah. <Not> Brian Harvey. <laughs> get yourself down the, down the A&E. But, uh, but just briefly going back to Newcastle, um, uh, they're, they're flying high seven, just four points off second, mm. challenging the Champions League. The Newcastle players quite fittingly went on their Christmas fancy dress bash after the match. Uh, Sammy Obiano was dressed as a Ninja Turtle, of course. Stephen Taylor was the Joker. There was another as Chewbacca. Chewbacca? Uh, Chewbacca. 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 Both selectors, Craig David, the Grinch, Batman, Spider-Man, and a pirate. Uh, the thing Ooh. I like about the Steve Taylor thing... I think Charlotte was the pirate, I think, wasn't he? Oh, was he? I think somebody sent me a picture of him in, in pirate garb. I don't know okay. what Stephen Taylor's doing, because he said, I'm going to go as a Joker from Batman, because that's quite cool. I don't like people who take fancy dress too serious. Yeah. Mm. It's annoying. I mean, it's, a, it's the last refuge of the creatively bereft anyway, a fancy dress party. Mm. But if you are going to go fancy dress, don't do like a serious thing. It's like mm. doing karaoke and mm. singing like a really big, like, Celine Dion number. Yeah. Don't take it too yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, right. and, he, and he's gone, if I, he's thought to himself, if I go as a Joker from the Batman films, I'll look really cool. And that's not the point of fancy dress. Mm, do you know what I mean? True. You, Why you can, so you, serious? You, you can yeah. go niche, Why though? such a high line? <laughs> I think you can go niche. I, I once did a gig where there was a stag do in where all of them were dressed as Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife. That is very niche. So niche. I'm uh, so aroused. The two, <laughs> two best fancy dress I've seen, I've seen one party where all the blokes had to go as Partridge and all the girls had to go as Lynn. Nice. Very good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, and, I saw, and I also saw a, a, a bunch of um, fancy dress people on New Year's Eve once in London who had all gone as tube stations. Oh, yeah. That's and, there, yeah. and there was one that I couldn't work out what she was dressed as hmm. and she looked to me just like Amy Winehouse High Barnet High Barnet no, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not Cockfosters <laughs> no, <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Marcus Marcus Speller sorry Marcus Speller I can, you know, I've had me one that's your one. That's the season. <laughs> um, Arsenal. They drew one on with Everton. That'll be an odd one. That'll be an odd tube stop. Arsenal. They drew one all at home. Drop points, Jim. Yeah, they, they are drop points. It's a magnificent game, though, isn't it? I think um, it's, it's excellent. Really it, it, the way Everton played, um, they deserved a point. They, they, did. they certainly didn't. Giroud's 
like smacking of the crossbar oh, at the yeah. end was was it's such a shame it didn't go in. Um, but yeah, Everton they were they were just great. They, they were they really they weren't. They're playing great on us for a time. They really did. But Ross Barkley. What, what I was really impressed by with Arsenal, despite the fact that we didn't win, was how in the past we've struggled against strikers like Romelu Lukaku, and it was you know clearly um, getting him the ball a lot and getting him involved was part of the game plan. But Koscielny just shackled him like a raptor. Martin look very good at the back this yeah, season. Yeah, they, they really do. That, that problem is gone. I mean, obviously, if there's an injury to Mertesacker or Koscielny, that becomes a problem. It's pers- you know, particularly if it's Mertesacker, because Koscielny and Vermaelen are quite similar. I think they've got a system, though. They've, they've set up, and, and, and if, if it was, I assume, Vermaelen to come in, mm. you think, actually, you go in and he'll know what to do. Well, absolutely, but Vermaelen, he roams forward a lot, doesn't he? So it's, it's been a problem mm. in the past. But that said, at Old Trafford, he was very good. So. I thought it was a great game. I thought uh, Arsenal or Wenger struggled um, against Martinez's side in the past. I think yeah. Martinez has got Wenger's number to a certain extent. You don't, it's not very often you see Wenger making three substitutions at once. No, absolutely. Changing his um, entire midfield. In fact, last time we did that was against the Martinez side. Oh, right. Against Wigan. Um, I thought Flamini should have played. They looked better when he yeah. came on. Could have done with Flamini Love having Flamini. a go on uh, Barkley, really. He, he will still be running around that pitch screaming now. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. He, he, he absolutely loves it, Flamini. He's, he's a good <laughs> asset to them. I, I, th- I think that it was one of those things where when Arsenal scored, I thought, Do you know what? That is. That is a title-winning goal. You come through those mm. sort of games and yeah. score one 0 That's that's a sign of a title. That's really team. really good finish as well because it was slightly behind Urza when he just flicked that in like it was Great nothing. Goal. It was a brilliant finish. I think that was the shame for Arsenal. Um, yeah, the, the fact that they did, as you absolutely and, and rightly say, Luke, that uh, to, to get a goal of that nature in such a game. You thought, wow, hang on, if they can win this game, and it, uh, especially given the yeah. first half hour, they were poor Arsenal. They, yeah. they couldn't put a pass together. It's, it's best team we've faced. Mm. But they didn't it's, lose it's, kind of, it's kind of disappointing. Well, they lost against Manchester City, didn't they? At, uh, at the Etihad in the league, and it's the only. Mm. It's the only one. Um, well, no, Old Trafford. Oh, oh so it's about Everton. Everton sorry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of, it, I just sort of think. Imagine if they hadn't played Man City mm. at at the Etihad yet. It would be like they're undefeated. That they, they could yeah, go yeah. on. Yeah, and they could go on, like well, the totally. Invincibles. And Arsenal have got to go there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the weekend. That's, well, that's uh, after a very tough away trip to Napoli. Yeah, um, and and then there's Chelsea to follow as well. So I mean, we, we were talking a little while ago about this run of games Arsenal had to really test their credentials. They've come through that, still five points ahead in the league, um, and this is another one. It's it doesn't, doesn't well, get like any that. easier. And then there's Spurs in the FA Cup as well. Well, not only that. I mean, the games at the weekend were, were great for Arsenal because yeah, mm, the results Ever- went our way. Everton, by their very nature, because they played Arsenal, drew. Um, Chelsea lost the game. You know, <clears> May United <throat> lost again. You know, City so, drew. Yeah, exactly. So. I think that, um, but you can't rely on that, can you? You've got to. No, but I mean, it's not, absolutely not. But Jim, it's, it's, it's obvious that if you drop a point, to cut the points at home, <coughs> and everyone else drops points, you're laughing. It's, it's yeah. a get out of jail free card sort of thing, isn't it? But um, they've got a five point lead at the top, you know, and, and these games are ticking along quite. And once we get through mm. the Christmas period, it, you, we have a much pe- a cl- clearer picture of where where the absolutely. league is and where but, Arsenal I mean, are. If if you if you lose to City and Chelsea. Which isn't unfeasible because City's away and they're at home. They're probably the, you know, they're just they they're yeah. brilliant at yeah. home. They yeah. really are phenomenal. And you know, Wenger's never beaten a Mourinho side, so it's you know, they could lose both games feasibly, even though they're playing so well. Very and then it's a very though, very different they? picture. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That that fragility and that lack of confidence is gone. You know that Arsenal feel they can win games now, and they just you know at their best, um, they're they're back to just flying into a game, just dominating from the from the first second, and yeah. that's what they need to do in in, in these two big games. They could do that against Everton though. 
Well, well uh, exactly, yeah, that's what they need to do. They need to get their rhythm back. I thought Barkley was excellent. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Th- I do think that people <clears> will go a little bit over the top. He's obviously got the ability, and he, and, he, and he was very good against Everton. I've seen him play poorly this season. I've seen him get dragged against Villa, was it? He was, he was anonymous. Mm-hmm. And his age, you'd expect that to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah of course. But if he, can, if, he can, if he can play games consistently between now and the summer, just shoot him for the World Cup score. Because, mm-hmm. because he needs to play. <clears> that we, we need those sort of players in the team. The players that can sort of play in those little pockets mm. and, and turn defence to attack quite quickly yeah. and be intelligent with his movement, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Um, uh, we'll perhaps talk about international football just in a little bit, Luke. I bloody well hope so. <laughs> um, so, yes, Premier League. Uh, we've got to go to the Championship as well. Because um, Derby uh, County beat Blackpool mm. 5-1. You know, Blackpool have done OK this Went season. Went 1-0 down as well. Did you go 1-0 down? Steve McLaren. Flying. Big, big McClazza. He's uh, he's been in charge for nine games. He's won seven of them. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he's drawn one. They, they lost one, which was away to QPR. Uh, before he took over, they just won three league games. McLaren's having a wonderful yeah, they've time. Won, they've won the last five in the league. Future yeah, England they... manager, well, <laughs> past England manager. That's that's definite. Well, could he be the first man to? to... In fact, would he be the first man? I don't know. To he's England not twice. going to in- uh, manage England again, I don't think. But um, but a brilliant, uh, uh, you know. Mm. Let's talk about Blackpool though. The, <laughs> they had their seventh and eighth red cards of the season in that game. Five red cards in two games. <laughs> Paul, Lynch, I was asked afterwards what the reason was for such a poor disciplinary record at your club, he's and he like, headbutted the interviewer. You know what he actually, <laughs> you know what he actually said. Bad officiating. Is that? <laughs> oh, wow. Is yeah. Well, I mean, wow. the, the officials can now say they've sent off a couple of Paul Lynch's players. Yeah. <laughs> I would say the first red card in the game against Derby was very harsh. The second yeah. one was nailed on two yellows. There's nothing yeah. he could say about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they had three set off the week before. Yeah, well, well done, um, Steve McLaren. The young lad Hughes looks decent. There. Mm. There's talk of a big move for him. But they fell to pieces, Blackpool. They really did. I mean, they lost their discipline. They lost all sense of perspective. They yeah. fell to pieces. And, and given that they're up there challenging, I think Derby went above them with that win. Yeah, Derby are up to fourth, uh, maybe. Yeah, fourth, yeah. yeah. So, that, yeah, the, a remarkable uh, the turn of events there um, for County. Uh, Karanka isn't faring too well at Middlesbrough. They lie 18th. And oh, he's only been there four games, though. True. Um, uh, and Burnley, of course, they, uh, they went top. Uh, on goal difference with a one nil when Sean Dyche, I mean he's he's not been managing that long. He was at Watford for a season, did well there. So, um, well, it's great for Burnley because they went five games without a win a while back, and they're yeah. still top of the league. Mm. So, I mean, I'd love it if they pit QPR. <laughs> I would love it <laughs> mm. yeah, because yeah. If they, you say as you say, Marcus Derby, um, McLaren's performing you know, great great things at, with with Derby. So, yeah. there's only two automatic positions. I'd love it if QPR missed out. <laughs> and, and no offence to QPR, I just don't like Redknapp. And you say about and you say about Middlesbrough, kind of um, they're not doing that well. I mean, they were nearly winning against Birmingham, and they just scored in the last minute. It's like, oh, nuts! Yeah, <laughs> they were, yeah, they were a disaster. Yeah, That's true. Just before we get on to the uh, the juicy stuff, look, uh, Portsmouth, Richie Barker in charge, first team juicy, Steve Coppel. Yeah, the manager. And, yeah, I mean, it was pretty clear that they were going to get Barker when he left. Well, he was fired from Crawley, I think. But I mean, it's it potentially a great little combo. I mean, Barker's, Couple, uh... Barker got Berry promoted, I think, before he was at Crawley, and right. Couple, but providing Couple sticks around, yeah. he could be, he could be good. But you know what he's like; he, he does tend to go. I mean, to be fair to him, he was at Reading for a quite a long time, but he, he's nipped away from clubs within a couple of months before, hasn't he? Was yeah, it yeah, City yeah. left after about six? Days or something. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping he sticks around a bit longer than that. Oh, um, but yeah, potentially it could be good. I mean, Portsmouth are massively underachieving at the moment, so mm. there's no reason they can't uh, improve. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to talk about the World Bloody Cup. Which is its mm. official name. <laughs> TM. Yeah. Um, the World Cup draw's happened. You all know it has. It's Stop pretending you haven't. Real. Um, my giddy aunt, the draw, it only cost 5.2 million. Mm. Pounds. Bargain. Pounds. They don't want another 1982 debacle. 
yeah. Um, uh, or 86, I think it was. Was it? Yeah. That was World Cup in 82? 82? It was in Spain. I thought it was 82. What, when they were going to have it in Colombia? No, to... when, no, when they muffed it no, up. The and draw, they... oh, draw, sorry, sorry. Draw. Are you Kevin, King was, of... Kevin King was laughing and, and, and they put Scotland in twice or something and it all went a bit... Oh, <laughs> right. I, I didn't know, know that. I think Barry Davies was on the phone going, I don't know what's going on. Are <laughs> you not Scotland thinking of the Brit Awards with <laughs> Mick Fleetwood and Sam Fox? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> I'm thinking of everything the... I've ever presented. It's another one for the younger listeners, isn't it? They put Scotland in there twice, I still didn't get out of the group. Not a contrast to the previous group. They play in two groups. The machine crew crushed one of the balls and it's just a disaster. <laughs> Kevin yeah. King is going, uh, just laughing in the background. There's like a little kind of yeah. vision in vision. Just happy it's not happening to him for once. <laughs> oh. Before a lightning rig fell on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Dyke's there just as a draw across the throat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was magnificent. Uh, Greg Dyke. Um, uh, yeah, the groups have been uh, announced. <laughs> um, uh, you will know that. Uh, and, uh, I mean, if there was a warm ball... Might I suggest it was France? Yes, you may. <laughs> Platini. You may. This is an egg. <laughs> <laughs> this is a one. Oh, Tuck sorry. Egg. Yeah, Platini. I forgot to tell you, the egg is France. The egg is France. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's uh, it's Brazil up against uh, Cameroon, Croatia, and Mexico. Brazil v Croatia. I think it's a decent start. Yeah, yeah. Decent start to the tournament. I did. Uh, it's diverse. It's what you want. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, and, of course, they played each other in 2000. Would it have been Brazil-Iceland? Oh, no, yeah, that would have been true. wicked. Yeah, that would have been an absolute great. murder. Imagine it. Yeah. That would have been a murder. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Cold versus hot. <laughs> like, like, a, like a Sensodyne advert. <laughs> yeah, not bad. That's what they'd be called, the Sensodyne derby. <laughs> I, th- I think Group B, possibly with Group G, um, are the hardest groups. Spain... I don't think there's a, there's a group of death no, as such. There's a lot of deaths. There's a lot of deaths. Group B, Spain, Netherlands, Chile and Australia. Because we would obviously been in, in place of Netherlands if we'd have been in that one. Yeah. I'd have been worried there. Yeah, that's difficult. And then Germany, Ghana, Portugal, United States. That would have been very tricky. I think England are in a tough one. Don't be scared. I mean, and, and the thing that... But England are in a tough group wherever they are because they're England. Yeah, that's very true, Jim. That's very true. Um, I... You could make an argument that there are two groups that would have been noticeably easier. Group E? And I'm not suggesting you definitely want that anyway, which I'll come on to in a minute. Of course. But E uh, is definitely one of them, and yeah. H is probably the other. Because if you if you were mm. in there instead of Russia, yes. you've got South Korea, Algeria, and Belgium, I'd be, I think Belgium are overrated. Like, I'd be pretty reason, I'd be reasonably happy with that. But as Jim's just touched on, I mean, we are England. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. But our group, I mean, everyone seems to have gone overboard about our group. I, th- I think really, if you look at it rationally, you've got... Um... <laughs> well, that is a problem for the press, <laughs> though, isn't it? Well, if so, if, if well so... to be fair, Euro 2012, everyone was pretty rational. Everyone, you know, we didn't have the normal hype. And I think that's carried over a little bit. It's not. We lost our manager before that. Yeah, of course. But it, we're not the same. No one... No one anywhere is saying that, that you know we can win this. No, no, no. I, mean, I think I think I think it's you, gone you too far the other no, way. But perhaps, I think people, I mean people are being negatively over the top of the negative oh, right, okay. way is what I mean. Uh, what I was going to say was if 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 if, any, if anyone said to you guys, look, you've got to play Italy at some point in this tournament. First up, you take yeah. the first game. First Absolutely, because the, cl- the cliche about them starting slowly does tend to ring true. And so. I'd, I'd take them two a.m. Drunk. Yeah. Who knows, yeah, who knows how that match is going to end? I'm going to be pissed. It really annoying. I'm going to be chucking patio furniture through Bar Italia around the corner. You do realise it's not going to be 2 a.m. there, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> or here. It it's, will be. It's 11, no, it's 11 p.m. Oh, it's 11 p.m. Yeah. I thought it was 2 a.m. here. It's been moved forward it, to 11 oh, p.m. Yes. Oh. That, that's annoyed me a little bit because 
Um, it's instead of nine pm local time, it's going to be six pm, and and uh, for, for television rights, right? And they were all like, "Yeah, it won't make any difference to the heat." It, it will, of course, it will. <laughs> the sun has less time to bugger off. Well, maybe they've paid the sun off. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, the newspaper, hopefully. But, uh... Well, so the Italy thing, and then we've got Uruguay, who. I mean, they've obviously got players that can that can destroy England. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so, so I saw someone someone the other day saying, "Yeah, well, they just need Suarez and a keeper, and they'll beat England." <laughs> but, do you not, but do you not think? Do you not think though that whole kind of Uruguay thing? Yes, Uruguay are a, a very good side, and of course they can beat England. But do you not think it's the tabloids actually trying to show that they they know a little bit about foreign football and are going, "Well, absolutely." Uruguay. Nine months ago, Uruguay, I think it was about nine months ago, Uruguay dead and buried in that quarter. Yeah, they were. Group. They're out of it. Everyone was saying they're not going to make it. What's going wrong? Yeah, yeah, and they just about scraped through. Um, and I think they, they ended up finishing above Venezuela by about five points in the end. But <clears throat> so what the, the point is, though, that half of those teams in that um, World Cup qualifying group for Uruguay are worse than England. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and Uruguay haven't got an amazing you know, defence or midfield anymore. They've got good. They've got two and a half really good strikers. Mm-hmm. I mean, four out on his day, although he's getting older. Mm. Suarez and obviously Cavani is excellent. England shouldn't fear Uruguay. No. Um, it depends on the type of England that's sharp, of course, and the type of football they play, and whether we can settle on what personnel we're going to use and stuff. And if, you know, if he if he switches, if he shits his pants, loses his nerves, switches to a flat four four two and plays Lampard and Gerrard in the middle, we'll get pumped. <laughs> yeah. But there's no reason he will <laughs> do, that. He will do that. And 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 so there's but, nothing to fear there. And Costa Rica qualified pretty well. Yeah. I mean, USA were decent; they were the start team in that qualification group. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica have got good players. Mm. We've seen Brian Oviedo come into the, the Everton yeah. type. Brian Ruiz well. can have a indeed pull a bit of. But English, but that falls. Under the category of if you can't beat them, yeah, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be there. Of so you've really got, if you look at it rationally, you've actually got a reasonable group. I think so. I, I, my worry is, and, and it would be a horrible scenario being an England fan, the thought of England being out after two games yeah, but and, it, and playing a dead rubber in the third. But, but an, an easy group didn't help us in 2010. No, no, you, you, you're right. I mean, I mean, there were, yeah, a different team, I'm but I take opinion, your point. I'm of the opinion you don't want a really hard group for obvious reasons and for the additional reason that mentally you are drained by it. Yeah. Jonathan Wilson made a really good point about that earlier in the week. He said <coughs> that these players will fight tough if they have a really tough group because it's so hard, concentration-wise. Mm. By the time you get through to the second phase, you're shot. Mm. You sure. don't want a really easy one because, like Pete says, you, they just get complacent. They couldn't but, get through. They, couldn't, they hardly got through that group in last time, mm. last World Cup. Part of the fun of international football from a supporter's point of view, though, is that it's high-risk, high-reward. Yeah. You, know, you would yeah, much yeah, yeah. rather take an unexpected glorious win over Italy than just kind of you know kind of sleepwalking through a, a, a group of teams that are just less talented stumbling than through a win yeah. against say Algeria which exactly. we didn't even manage well, last yeah, time exactly <laughs> so you know I know I think you're right but, uh, but talking um, about the matches themselves you are right Luke saying that if you wanted the first game you'd want in Italy and if you had to play one of those teams in tropical heat you'd choose Italy again um, and for me that game from Hodgson's point of view, certainly, I, I won't, can't talk about Italy because they're not the sort of defensive cagey side that they, they perhaps have been in previous tournaments. A point. You play for a point. I don't care how he does it. Play Phil Jones in the centre of the park. <laughs> play very zonal, a 4-1-4-1 or 4-4-1-1, whatever you want. You play for a point because you cannot lose that first game. Because if you chase the game against Uruguay, they are mm. a, they were a, they are a defensive They'll side who hit part. on the break and they have phenomenal players going forward. Mm. If you're chasing that game, we saw England when they left, they had to leave the back door open just a little bit against Poland at home in the qualifier. And another day, maybe the Poles would have scored with, with Lewandowski up front. So, as long as you're still in it, 
um, after the second game. Even if you lose to Uruguay, you know, you, you hopefully then the idea would be to just go at Costa Rica, yeah. get Townsend on the right, you know, uh, you know, get, get the ball to him and 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 play a more attacking style with you know Rooney and Sturridge mm. up front and all that kind of stuff. Maybe ta- and, front three of Townsend, Walcott, and Sturridge. All of them. <laughs> just get them running. all on. But I think. But also though, what is in England's favour, whereas Italy have all three games up north. England have two games near Rio, mm. which is their base, and they're the two remaining games. But which, which Italy can always also look at the positives from that, though, which is that they have less travel. So, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure about the distances actually, because I think that is quite a broad. Um, I mean, um, Manaus, I think it's pronounced, is quite far inland to the. Which one's the crazy humidity? Ninety nine percent. Manaus. Manaus. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, Where, that's practically water in it. But that's that, practically the same. Italy will struggle. You wouldn't want Uruguay there. I don't think it's ninety nine percent. I think it's about eighty percent. Manaus, Manaus is actually a town. It's got like mm. hotels. Yeah, the way people is if it was yeah. like jungle, like yeah. trees for goalposts. Well, all yeah. I'm saying is that Paul Scholes, the asthmatic, would not have been at the play. <laughs> he'd drown in his own juice. Yeah, he's, well, unless I've grossly misread the situation, he's not coming back out of retirement again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could do, could do with him. Yeah, but do you not think you play for a point, and if you get the point, then you're you're in good stead. No, I think I think it's dangerous to play for a point in any situation. Do you think? Tropical heat against I Italy, the first them. team. Um, first, they're, first hardly, team. they're hardly not the quickest players off the break. Friend, friend friend I, I think if you play to win, if you get if you go up and get pegged back, by all means, take a draw. But I think you've got to, I agree with Luke. I think you've got to go out there and try. No, but I'm saying like in the same way he played against France in the in Euro 2012. When I say play for a point, okay. You're you, a you negative play, you, Nancy. You play Marcus a bit Bella. cagey. And England went ahead there and had a couple of chances. I mean, Milner had one where he nearly ran with the goalkeeper. And then just, just tuck in. Because if you start playing like Townsend and Walker and all these players, they will just get knackered in that there's heat. A, yeah, but there's a balance to be drawn, isn't there? The, 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 the problem with that, doing what you're saying is, and, and to use your... your Stop like, being negative about my negativity. <laughs> <laughs> your example is that... Double is negative. That Hodgson had a few weeks to work with those players. Yeah. So, I mean, he had really no choice. Morale was low. I didn't know where they were. There was no... And Hodgson is naturally a more sort of I suppose careful coach anyway but yeah, you can't really in a World Cup like Jim says high risk high reward I understand that if you if you if you lose your first game and you've got Uruguay second you're in trouble because mm. you've got you've got to push it but I, I've got a friend a friend I work with every day and he's an Italian guy and he's and he and I, he didn't want England mm. I said did you think Italy will beat England the first game he said no he said we we don't we we're, we've terrible we're terrible at the start of tournaments. We struggle. We have to play our way in, and England are a tough team. I know England have got a difficult group there. I just sort of tried to debunk that a little bit. But I mean, it is it is there's some good teams in that group. You think Uruguay and Italy want to play England? Of course they don't. Mm. No, no, I, I they, agree they, with you. They, they'd rather would they rather have England or would they rather have you know Russia or or someone like Nigeria or something like that? They they wouldn't want to play England because mm. they know they 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 I not idlers but they know all about the Premier. They know the individual players that England have got at their disposal, mm. and they know that okay England are a bit of a low ebb at the moment. But if you try and look at it from their point of view, they think well, they've got good players here. You know, yeah. players like Gerard. Um, it's not going to be a walkover. No, exactly. They're going to have to work very hard. So I think you go out there and you, you play to your strengths. And I'm not saying you go all gung-ho. I mean, I have said this in the past, that if England are going to get knocked out of a tournament anyway, I'd prefer them just to go for it. Yeah, I don't absolutely. care if you lose 4-0 or 4-1 or 4-2. I'd rather you did that than lost 1-0 because you couldn't do anything. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather go for it. And I think you set out to win. You, you set a marker out and you say, and if you go into that Uruguay game knowing you've beaten Italy already, it's going to make Uruguay think twice as well. Yeah, I, th- I, I mean... If if we dare look further beyond the group, if someone says you know you'll be in a group um, and and if you come out of that you'll play 
Colombia, Ivory Coast, Greece, or, or Japan. Oh, yeah. Take their hand I off. think mm. you would, wouldn't you? I mean, mm. Colombia are a very good side. Don't get me wrong. Um, and uh, but there could be worse. There could worse be, draws. It could be a hell of a lot worse. I mean, Brazil. Presumably, I mean, I think Brazil might just well win this tournament, um, as I'm sure a lot of you do. But uh, they will play. Spain, Netherlands, Chile, or Australia. I mean, no offence to yeah, our I Australian th- brothers, but I mean, they, they're actually a very tall order for them. <laughs> I think the way it works out is, I think if England were to be to get through, they would likely play Brazil or Spain in the quarters, wouldn't they? Which I mean, and that's fine. But we're dreaming. Get to quarterfinals. The yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, Uruguay have got a good coach. By the way, I really want to say that before we move on without saying it. Oh yeah, Tabarez is an excellent. coach. He is an excellent coach, and um, he could. Uh, I mean, he he could outthink Hodgson potentially. Him pitting his wits against Hodgson is um, a nicer thought than him pitting his wits against Redknapp. Yeah, shall we say? <laughs> Just to remind you all. Um, uh, but the mayor of Manaus, he's uh, he wasn't best pleased with Roy Hodgson because Hodgson said that he wanted to avoid the humidity, and he said, "Well, we would also prefer that England doesn't come." It's like, yeah. well, didn't he say that he preferred a team who plays good football? He said, "Yeah, we hope to get a better <laughs> team and a coach who is more sensible and polite." Oh, wow, Hodgson's a very polite man. Very, very polite man. But then he, he, he should he have read that. He could have read that. <laughs> Bloody hell! Um, yeah. He said he's he's one of the few people in the world who is not curious about the Amazon. It's polite to be able to value what is beautiful, and nothing is more beautiful than uh, Amazon and and, and Manaus. Yeah, but he's, he's not, not saying really, that yeah. they don't want to go there because the Amazon shit, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I yeah. did think to myself, mate. Oh, I hate frogs and <laughs> trees yeah. and rubber plants yeah. and a million percent is, humidity. He moans about Hodgson. He could have had red nap, well. which means he would have got something. He would have been rude to him, and he would have got home that night and found a thirty-eight-year-old striker in his spare room. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, and a bill for a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah, so it could be worse. Yeah, uh, Fabio Capello's poo-pooed England's chances. He said that um, due to the England's um, fast nature, fast-paced nature of the Premier League and the lack of Christmas break, England's sh- English players will. Be in physical condition, poor physical condition. What we need is Jack, 1994, Ireland manager, chucking the water on. Yeah, I can. Yeah, well, I need, need to get need to get the water in my boys. Yeah, yeah. need you, to get the water in my you, boys. That's, that's nearly a good impression. Yeah. It's very yeah. weird. Need to get the water to my boys. I'd actually disagree. From? I'd actually disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> God, can I get the water to my boys? Um, I did like it's uh, getting more and more strange. Um, your dad. <laughs> Well, there, there is Marcus, one. can you stop him, please? There is talk of water breaks, Peter. Is there? So don't you worry. Wow. Um, you mentioned Belgium, Luke. I did like what Vincent Company tweeted. He said, Belgium, Algeria, um, South Korea, Russia. Interesting but tricky because there is no hiding from us. Next round is a must. I like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, tr- it's true. It's There's a lot of talk about Belgium and they, they, they do need to go through. Um, Asmir Begovic tweeted in response to um, Bosnia-Herzegovina's opening match against Ar- Argentina. You'd think, bloody hell, you, that's a tasty mm. one for you boys. He's like, <laughs> buzzing about our draw. Opening game at the American Let's look forward to it big time. And I love that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But that's how everybody should be looking yeah, at it. It's, it's the World Cup. Because most people will be like, oh my goodness, you're playing Argentina in front of a, a massive crowd. He's like, you're damn right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what I'm, yeah. that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> that's that's why I'm playing football. That's what my job is. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, big Phil Scolari said, I hope Chile don't qualify. I'd rather play any of the others. Uh, he's talking about Spain and the Netherlands and, and yeah. Australia. He said they're a pain, pl- a pain to play against. They're well-organised, intelligent. Um, it's better to play against European sides. Uh, we're ready for whatever happens. I just don't want to play Uruguay. <laughs> I can't make your mind up, well, Big Phil. Maybe there's a nod to 1950 there. I don't know, but yeah. uh, he's, he's got to sort his... Uh, his, his yeah, it must uh, be a, it must be a uh, 
Could you imagine if Uruguay beat them in the final? <laughs> could you? The, the country <laughs> would explode. Happen? I don't think it can happen. I think they might meet in the quarters. Yeah. No, it could happen because there's any possibility oh, of finishing the, first and okay, second. Right, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, it is a, a mouth-watering World Cup. The lineup is superb, yeah. and, and for once, as you say, all the groups are tough. Anybody can take points of any anybody within reason. Um, and uh, I, I was involved in a thing um, called Ball Street, and we did a predictor uh, to who <coughs> we thought would go through the groups, and, and I'm sure lots of other people have done this. And we thought that the semi-finals would line up Brazil versus Germany, Spain versus Argentina, which are the top four sides, and then a Brazil-Argentina final. Oh, that'd be amazing. Because, <laughs> I mean, be surely Argentina and Brazil will win their groups. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, yes, there's a small matter of getting past the likes of Spain and Portugal and all the rest of it, but uh, uh, Brazil-Argentina Wow. Final. What I really want to see from this World Cup is... Uh, it's, it, I'd love to see Argentina win it, I must say. I'd love to see Messi... You know, do what everyone says. Oh, you've got to win a World Cup that Maradona did to be the best ever, and I would love to see that happen. And then just before the trophy is presented, I'd love to see Zlatan pop up, nick it, and just disappear. Yeah, with Jimmy Jump, <laughs> leave him, yeah. leave with him. Jimmy Jump, indeed. <laughs> fly off, fly off. Pi- with Jimmy Jump piggybacking him. No, and they're both on the back of the Colombian Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh yeah. Before we go to Pete's go, can I read you a letter I read in World Soccer? Well, when Saturday comes, of course you can. You can. It's about Andy Townsend. Um, A reader to When Saturday Comes wrote this letter. (laughs) It made me laugh. I hope you guys like it. Um, A previous correspondent has commented on Andy Townsend's inappropriate use of the phrase in and around. During the first 20 minutes of Bishop Stortford versus Northampton Town match, he used the phrase on at least four occasions. (laughs) The first time he referred to getting men in and around the penalty area, which is reasonable. However, the second time he talked about getting the ball in and around the penalty spot. I wonder if any reader can explain to me how you actually get the ball in the penalty spot. <laughs> the third time he advocated that the Bishop of Stortford side should get blue shirts in and around the goalkeeper. Well, I can understand the efficacy of surrounding the opposing goalkeeper's it's blue possible. shirt. That is a possible But one. is it actually within the laws of the game to put blue shirts or any other objects in the goalkeeper? Uh. I only watched the first 20 minutes because I felt I ought to do something useful in and around my garden, which I've lacked attention during the recent wet weather I was also trying to forget about an equally dull match I watched the previous day when my team Torquay United exited the cup in a display which made me wonder whether some of the players had spent too much time in and around the nightclubs of Torquay <laughs> <laughs> by Excellent. a guy called Nick Davis well, very enjoyable. Nick, good work lovely Nicky, bit of work Nicky D it's time for Pete's game here's, here's my bloody game I say my game I have very little to do with it nowadays uh, Ben Cattle sorry Pete let me just fill in Jim from last week mm. I David Nugent Nugented. Uh, Nugented uh, Marcus's uh, Defoe. He had that uh, it was the answer was Craig Forrest. I had no clue. He piped up with Craig Foster and nipped oh, in there. Well, Oof. timed his run, run to perfection. I got an assist. I got an assist. So I'm on, I'm on a brace. I'm on yeah. a brace. I was just doing the Raquel May run. <laughs> in fact, an assist is better. <laughs> right. Uh, ben Cattle came up with this one. Are you smarter than a Sven year old Ericsson? Nice. Yes. That's great. Uh, oh, yeah. I share a name with an American lead actor from the 1972 comedy film Pink Flamingos. Oh. Oh. Stop. No, I haven't got it. Stop. John Belushi. <laughs> no, the footballer. I know, but... Oh, OK. Right, yeah. uh, my middle name is John. <laughs> the only trophy I ever won was the League Cup. <laughs> I made a dream move to the club I love for £4.1 million. Stop. David Hurst. No. Good answer. I played under Sven more than one occasion. On more than one occasion. Stop. Oh. Darius Vassell? No. 
Hmm. Some of my clubs include Derby County, Hull City, Charlton Athletic and Middlesbrough. Oh, he's playing under Sven more than once. He's played for all those teams as well. Oh, you mean he's played for England under Sven? No, say those clubs again, sorry, Pete. Derby County, Hull City, Charlton Athletic and Middlesbrough. Stop. Paul Koncheski? No. Stop. Dean Sturridge? No. Ronaldinho was sent off for a foul on me in the quarterfinal of a... Danny Mills. Danny Mills. Mother... Oh. <laughs> I thought I got it wrong. Venge. I really thought I got it wrong. He did come up with another clue. Uh, I played every minute for England in a major tournament. I thought you would have got that from that, so uh, that's why I, I removed that particular clue. So uh, thank Cunning. you for that, Ben Cattle. I wouldn't have got that from that. No? I wouldn't have got but that. But I, I know England's Rose. England's Rose, Danny Mills. <laughs> He's his full name. There you are. Luke, any correspondence? Yes, we got the question of the week, as usual. Um, this week the question was if you were David Moyes what would you do to get United's season back on track uh, loads of people answered by saying oh yeah like rejig the midfield around sign this player uh, do it. that's not what we're after no, 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 no. that is not what we're after okay <laughs> um, fuck off to Football Weekly yeah? <laughs> yeah. and stay there no, no. <laughs> well, just, down- just download both yeah 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 um, first answer is a dig at me but I thought I'd get out of the way <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'd sign Alex Bird on Twitter. I'd sign Danny Murphy. Yeah, good one. Uh, For those of you who listened longer than one or two shows will know what that's all about. Um, <laughs> next tweet is by a guy called Kunle Demurin and says, uh, I'd put a two-footer in on Rio in training, a la Graham Souness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could never not work. No, no. That would definitely work. Uh, Andrew... I wouldn't do it in training, though. I'd just do it in the canteen. Yeah. yeah well, he's got <laughs> a tray yeah. full of food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're fucking mad. Yeah, and then and when, when, when the food goes over, I just go to him, clean that up, you're a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just walk off adjusting your tie. It would go flying into Kagawa's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not again. Yeah, not again. Yeah. Pump Mr. Why haven't we bought one by now? Smash the emergency glass and get the pumper. <laughs> I don't know why we keep Siph- putting that glass back in. Yeah. Siphon, siphon it out like uh, petrol. Sam Wilson says, give Sam Sodger a call. Hashtag topical. <laughs> oh. Hashtag allegedly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, Andrew P through the Twitter with a quite a sort of um, cryptic one. Buy a football machine? Question <laughs> mark. Football machine. I like that one. Like a police machine. Mm. Um, Who are also a football machine. Yeah. Yeah. Connor Davis on Facebook says, I'd organise the public execution of Sir Alex Ferguson to show them who is truly boss. <laughs> and then Michael Davis replied by saying, then eat his heart to gain his powers. <laughs> <laughs> like a short trial. Uh, this is more wow. like it. Yeah. Good. Uh, and Tom Byfer on the Facebook with the penultimate one. Get Fergie to bring in a dog and play with a photocopier. It's a morale <laughs> boost for everyone. He's not going to call ahead. <laughs> and this last one I like because it's not really an answer. It's not really any... It's not going to help matters. But it's, just, it's more like the drunken sort of ramblings of a madman. Yeah. Um, by Chris Taylor who says, I'd create a Fergie scarecrow <laughs> by giving Sir Alex four bottles of finest red wine and tying him to a rake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. A rick? Yeah. They can't stand up. He's going for a garden oh, of some description, okay. yeah. Not, I don't a really whore, know. perhaps? Mate, that is not, that's the, the not least the of the problem with that. That's yeah. the least of his worries. <laughs> mm. um, uh, well, there you are. Um, that's wonderful stuff. That's I think football that's... solved for another <laughs> week. <laughs> if Moyes is listening. Um, uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch, uh, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com um, with wonderful updates from the lovely Kelly. Yes. Mm. So do make sure you check them out. Check them out. There's some beauties, and she's Mm. been murking us.
Has she? Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that. I think I think you got murked today, maybe, Luke. Let's, let's sack her, then. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so I got the authority. Uh, Pete, Absolute Radio. Yes, Absolute Radio. I work for them. Yeah. Good, correct? Oh, the football. Right, okay. That's right, yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> match is going to be uh, Newcastle United versus Southampton from 3 o'clock on 12.15am on your mobile and online at absoluteradio.co.uk. Live Barclays Premier League commentary match coming your way from 3, yeah? Why are you making, why don't, I don't like when you look at me when you yeah. do that. It makes me feel <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. I like right in story on from 5. Yeah. Terrified of your radio voice. Yeah. Oh, we're all working with Ian Wright these days. Marcus does Ian Wright stuff as well. I found, in the Absolute Radio portion, I found a um, Thomas the Tank engine with Ian Wright's face on it. Terrifying. It's horrible, yeah. I saw it? the picture of that, yeah. I w- I'd like to be there when he sees it. But it's, it's been there for months, and I've walked past it every single day when I've worked at, uh, when I've gone to work, and I've never noticed that that's Ian Wright's face. Do you think face. they've said it to him because it's Tommy Tanker, wanker? That's, that's a slang for a wanker, isn't it? Thomas, is it? Thomas, no, Thomas I don't reckon. It, re- it would be really... Oh, yeah, because it's such an long, obvious gift. It would be it? a long well, It's job. not an obvious gag. To somehow find a three-dimensional model of Ian Wright's face, then 3D print it, stick it on the front of a Thomas the Tank engine toy, and then send it in. Well, could it be Ringo? That would be playing the long game. What? Could, it be, could it be Ringo? Why would it be Ringo? Because he used to do the voiceover for Thomas the Tank Engine. Well, that, that, that's all right. Yeah, that's Mate, correct. if it was Ringo, it wouldn't have Ian Wright's face on it, would it? <laughs> Here you it's go, as Ian. good a suggestion as any. Here you Jim. go, Ian. Wrap Your face up. on Jim, the train. Any suggestions? Look, speaking of Ringo, mate... Wrap it up. <laughs> uh, right, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Oh, fuck yourself. And uh, goodbye, Jim. <laughs> and goodbye. Fuck. This episode of Football Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, all the style options you need to create a unique website for you or your business, as well as 24-7 support. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com forward slash football ramble and simply enter offer code RAMBLE11. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.